Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. to insult a woman, there are many awful terms you can use, but I think we'd all agree that to call someone a whore is one of the worst things that you can lay on a person. The word itself feels heavy. Even speaking it here in this podcast feels a little strange. But it's where we're going today, so we need to grapple with the weight of that word. A prostitute is one who sells their body for money, of course, and throughout history they've been viewed with great disdain. Today, we might have a bit of compassion in some cases for the poverty or the desperation that might drive a woman to this life, but certainly in the times when the Bible was written, the culture did not have a lot of grace towards those who would help others commit sexual sin for cash. Interestingly, in Matthew 21, Jesus makes clear that prostitutes are repenting and coming into the kingdom of heaven, demonstrating his love for everybody, including prostitutes, for all sinners, for all who have fallen away. That being said, we see no such grace for the woman we're about to meet in Revelation chapter 17, verses 1 through 6. The word of God says, One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came to me and said, Come, I will show you the punishment of the great prostitute who sits by many waters. With her the kings of the earth committed adultery, and the inhabitants of the earth were intoxicated with the wine of her adulteries. Then the angel carried me away in the spirit into a wilderness, There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and was glittering with gold, precious stones, and pearls. She held a golden cup in her hand filled with abominable things and the filth of her adulteries. The name written on her forehead was a mystery. Babylon the Great, the mother of prostitutes and of the abominations of the earth. I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of God's holy people, the blood of those who bore testimony to Jesus. So here, the infamous whore of Babylon makes her appearance. And, surprise, surprise, there are many different ways that we can interpret what she represents. Evangelicals have loved to picture her as the Roman Catholic Church, which they view as a false church that has gotten wealthy and has corrupted the world, which might sound a little bit like the woman in this passage. Some scholars view her as false religion in general, any philosophy or school of thought that takes away from Jesus. She might represent the world in general, the sinful fallen world with all of its temptations and lures which has always persecuted and martyred God's people. But there's actually a much easier interpretation. It gets hinted at in today's verses and confirmed in later verses. This woman sits by many waters, she influences all the kings of the earth, She is wealthy and decadent and full of abomination. She is seated with the beast we've already discussed. She's called Babylon, which we have also already discussed. All signs in this passage point to the fact that this woman represents Rome, the Roman Empire, the great city. This is certainly how the original audience would have seen her. This is confirmed a few verses later in Revelation 17, 18, where John tells us that this woman is the great city that rules over the earth. The symbolism is right there. Sometimes John graciously just tells us what it is. 
This woman is Rome. The whore of Babylon is Rome with all of its wealth and all of its sin, all of its power and influence over the whole world at the time, and it fiercely persecuted God's people as it ruled over the nations. So what does that mean for us today? Rome has long since fallen. It's possible, as some believe, that another great empire will rise up in the last days to replace it, and Revelation is talking about that. It might simply mean just the world, which at the time the book was written was Rome. Rome was basically the whole known world. So if this symbolizes the world for us with all of its wealth and temptation and anti-God agenda, it's possible that this is what we're facing and it will rise up in greater and greater measure the closer we get to the end. Whatever it might mean, our job is to be aware that this power exists, to take our stand against it, and to be steadfast in our devotion to Jesus no matter what. Take some time today to reflect on this character, the mother of all prostitutes. What do you think she represents? Do more research if you want. Where do you land in your own interpretation of who she is? What does that landing mean for you? And how is it going to affect your own spiritual journey?